Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. another episode of musicals taught me everything i know we're going to talk about musicals and what they teach us because we love to share new musicals with you we also love to bring you some old favorites and we're going back to an old favorite today a controversial one. Oh, <laughs> everybody loves andrew lloyd webber shows my Are you name sure is- if you just don't ask them if they like it or not <laughs> my name is miranda selwood and i love andrew lloyd webber zane it's your turn I'm Zane C. Weber, and I also like Andrew Lloyd Weber. I'm Julie Eisentrager, and um, hi, Julie. <laughs> also at the table with us today, our special guest who has brought us our show, Gina. Hello. I'm bonjour. sorry, I did not take the time to read your second name before Schwartz. I introduced you. Schwartz. Schwartz, yes. like the watch. Um, it means black. Sure. Does it? Yes. yes. It does in German, indeed. Yeah. Oh, so you're German, are you? Schwarzkopf well, <laughs> means blackhead. Oh, look. Wow. It I get actually that. means, yeah, blackhead. I get that logo now. I get mm. that logo now. Interesting. Okay, Gina, you don't yes. have black hair. You have red hair. I do indeed. You're an actor. I am. And an Olympic hopeful, Zane says. Yes, absolutely. Mm. What do you hope to do at the Olympics? Uh, ping pong. Yes. I'm really good. Oh, I'm not. Don't, okay. Don't hold me I don't to know it. if the Germans are well known for their ping pong. Oh, of course. As That's the. That's You're a native the born thing. German, right? <laughs> Emigrated that, last year. Yes. You've done a very good job of dropping the accent. Oh, uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like the guy from Frozen. Ooh, <laughs> 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 I love that guy. <laughs> me too. Um, Gina, what show have you brought us today? Um, I didn't really think it was controversial because I genuinely enjoy it. It's Phantom of the Opera. The only reason I say it's controversial is that a lot of people we don't like ask it. people what show they would like to delete from the yes, universe. Yes, I know. And Phantom has come up more than it once. It has come up, but mostly because people don't like the sequel. True. Or yep. those just that whole vendetta against Andrew Lloyd Webber thing. Yeah. But, but... This show has run a very long time I in a lot of places. Yeah. It's definitely proven to be popular. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> yes. For sure. It's, the production is impressive. It's accessible. Mm. It's mostly ripped off a Pink Floyd album. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Just that one phrase. Can't anyway. prove anything. No, I'll that's see right. You it hasn't court. been proven in court. Uh, so we can't talk about it. And <laughs> I withdraw that statement. <laughs> 
um, entirely. They're talking to my lawyer later. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you worked for Andrew. Okay. Uh, but before we get on to talking about Phantom of the Opera, yeah, um, we are going to talk a little bit about Gina Schwartz. Yeah. Is that okay? Um, I mean, okay. Are if you we have to the... talk about me, I guess. <laughs> you know. Oh, what a surprise. They hate talking about me. They do. They do. Um, this is what we call the getting to know you segment. Yeah, right. Mm. And because I am here today. You are. You're lucky enough to get the theme song. Oh, oh yes. Strap thyself in. Getting to know you. <laughs> getting to know all about you. It's the extended version. Yeah, and it only yeah. went for eight seconds, so we're totally fine. Yes. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Question number one. Okay. <clears throat> Which musical character would other people compare you to? Okay, so I've thought about it and I've asked all my musical theatre friends. And none of them <laughs> have given me the same answer twice. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, <laughs> therefore, here's my list of answers. Yeah. Scroll. <laughs> I think that I love musicals and musicals do not love me. However, these are some of my top favorites. Um, someone said I might make a good Sally from You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, I like Mrs. Lovett, though. I reckon I could give her a good old crack. Give her a crack? Give her a crack and maybe. That is an actor's role, I have to say. Mm. So if, if you're a little mm. uncomfortable about the whole musical theatre part of things, yes. although it's not an easy thing, I will <laughs> also yeah. point that out. But no. then you do have to sing some. You do have to sing some. <laughs> is, that, is that what musicals are? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Mm. Um, people who sit in like a little hole. Next to the or underneath the stage. Oh wow! And they play music. No, and um, you sing along. It's like karaoke. Oh, I love karaoke. Yeah, this would be good. great. But no words. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Cool. So you kind of have to learn the music beforehand. Yeah, but oh, I mean, actors are damn. used to learning words, right? <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of those actors, so let's not talk about that. Um, all right, Clipboard we anyone? might move on to the next question before I get myself into any more trouble. <clears throat> Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Okay. Do you have um, one that you want to be on the inside really reflects who you are as a person? Like all of them. But um, <laughs> Literally every single character. Like I like the ones that you don't want to be compared to. You know what I mean? Like most of the women out of Les Mis. <laughs> so you're like, mm, I don't really want to be compared dying to. Dying and yeah. plague rhythm. <laughs> you know. Just, yeah. um, I reckon I'd really like to be compared to maybe oh, controversial, maybe like Rizzo. Because oh, she's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. No, I like her. She's a I won't take yo shit character. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Stop so, it, Mm. Oh my, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise a non-musical character, I know people compare me to N- Merida from Brave a lot. Which oh. is because the red hair. Yeah, well like but I would also literally like the just... archery skills. Yeah. <laughs> Got a horse friend. <laughs> Your mother's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> you can't bear say too. that about her mother. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And moving on. So Zane doesn't get into any more trouble. What is your dream role? Um. Okay. Again, I suppose I have, like, so many names written down and, like, two of them are musical theatre and I'm not suited to any of them. But <laughs> It's a dream role. We're going to do it anyway. So a dream that I can be. Anyone I want to be. Oh, sweet. Um, so there's this musical called Steel Pier for 
Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. There is. Yes. Oh, there no. Um, and um, there's a woman called Shelby Stevens and she has this um, song called Everybody's Girl and I love it and I reckon I could just sing the crap out of that song. Also, like, Fanny Bryce <laughs> yeah. from Funny Girl. Yeah. Like, Good, call. Know, yeah, Good call. Yeah, in a dream where I look like her but, alas, <laughs> am not. Um, also, Lady Macbeth. Because obvious reasons. Everyone's got to do it once. Yeah, It's like right? Hamlet. Everyone's got to do it once. <laughs> but oh, sh- no. That's right. You've I got have to, do, to Hamlet do Hamlet and Lady. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. That is so confusing. Mm. Okay. Uh, what is your favourite Sondheim show? Um, okay. Another cliche, but Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it is not a cliche. No. You should That's- not feel embarrassed or ashamed. <laughs> Sweeney Todd's a good choice. It's a great yeah. choice. It's a great show. It is a great show. That's, I can't. Uh, yep. Look, stop trying to pick a fight with me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I keep looking at you. Um, what is your go-to shower song? Um, at the moment, whatever is in the top forty hits, but also, Woo-hoo! yes, I like a bit of like Iggy Azalea when I'm washing my hair. You know, like. But also, I, I don't know because I'm almost 40 years old. And yeah, I don't right. know what the young people listen to. Who is, is the Iggy of the Azalea? <laughs> Why is she named after a flower? What's yeah. an Iggy? <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, everybody's girl from Steel Pit. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, that's a great one for the shower, too. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, so good. Singing along. Mm. Uh, you have to delete one musical from existence. Yes, okay. Um, now I know everyone said cats. Yeah. Um, Not everyone, just yeah, the just, great majority of yeah. people. A lot of people. Um, now also controversial since I said Rizzo, but Greece. <gasps> mm. Is this the second time? I feel like it's the second time. I think it's it's actually maybe the third. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, poor Greece. I mean, it, it does. I think the musical I suffers it, because of the movie. Okay, but like, let's discuss because. Are the songs good? Yeah, like they're catchy, like, but so are all most musical songs, right? So, mm. but the storyline, what really happens? Not a lot. And there's a lot of sexism and like culture. It's very dated. Yeah. That's supposed to be the charm of the show. That, you know, but I she think changes that charm for is wearing a man. Off. Yeah. <laughs> so charming. I mean, like- it is meant to be a parody of that story. But it I mean, isn't. Just to eh. say that. I'm not arguing for it. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Grease. Mm. I am a huge fan of Rizzo. Mm. Um, but there isn't another role in that show that I kind of no, connect right? to other than Rizzo. I, Rizzo I the musical. Definitely take the movie. I don't want to see it on stage ever. I haven't and I don't ever. Yeah, the no. stage show is quite different Very, to the film. Yeah. Hard pass. Like, the, the music <laughs> is quite different. Yeah. There's a lot Hard of. Hard pass. Okay. Hard pass. Julie says no. <laughs> That's fair enough because it. it's just been deleted. So now you can't see it. See Sorry. Oh, dang. You've missed your opportunity. Is there still Grease 2, the musical? Oh, God. You can't have no. a sequel. <laughs> you can't have a sequel if you deleted the first one. What's that gross song in it? Probably. I can't remember. Um, it's been uh, um, decades. Uh, 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 reproduce. Yeah, reproduction. Ew. Reproduction. That's it. What a Gross. sexy song. Yeah. <laughs> woo um, Now we should move on before Julie gets us all into trouble.
right, so let's get talking about Le Phantom of La Opera. <laughs> that is not it's not the yes. title. It's French, really isn't good it? French. I like your French. <laughs> is it a French? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, is, you yeah. slayed it. Hey, Love listen. It. Listen to my French accent. We were practicing this earlier. Oh, <laughs> Croissant. Yeah? Yeah, croissant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Croissant. <laughs> Everyone knows if you say croissant. Oh. What about <laughs> champagne? Champagne. Champagne. <laughs> All right. Have we got it out of our systems? <laughs> no, yeah. one more. Savion Blanc. <laughs> oh, God, stop. Okay. I hate it too. Um, so uh, is the Phantom of the Opera set in France? Um, we. Oui. We, we, we. It is in fact based upon a French novel, but perhaps Gina would like to tell us a little about it. Oh, okay. Um, well, Le Le French novel. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> is by Gaston Leroux. No one writes like um, Gaston. Was that was good. Leroux. I'd really tried. Thank you so good. much. Um, so he was a um. What do you call those things? Journalists. And he went over to Le Paris and um, he was, you know, doing journalism and things. And he went to the opera and he came sort of obsessed uh, with the story and the rumours behind that there was a phantom or a ghost that did live at these, um, the opera of Paris. Um, and so he came back to wherever he was living and he wrote a novel which first featured in newspapers and then became a novel in 1911. Um, so it was partly, uh, inspired by the historical events at the Paris opera during the 19th century. Um, but they're not really been proven though. People still believe it to this day. So what basically the rumors are is that, uh, there was this ghost who apparently, um, while a performance was going, the audience was like, encore, encore, and the madam came back on stage. Madam, you know, hint, hint at a character in the play, uh, opera, uh, musical. Um, and so she came back and uh, and then the chandelier fell. <gasps> Spoilers. And um, <laughs> Wait, does that happen in the musical? Oh, oh, do I have a story? Oh, my goodness, continue. <laughs> And um, so the chandelier fell and it hurt a lot of people and killed one person And um, because there was a fire apparently in the roof of the theatre. Um, but they say that the chandelier, you know, fell and nobody knows why and apparently you could hear noises in the, um, the theatre. Um, again, so the nothing. only explanation is a ghost. Obviously, yeah. obviously. So it definitely wasn't like the noises in the roof. No, no, no. Of no. course not. Rats. No. Uh, no. The fire There maybe. was no rats in oh, France. I don't know what honestly. you're talking about. Rats in France. What do you think this is? I think we're not giving enough credence to the theory that it was actually uh, the Loch Ness Monster on a Absolutely. holiday in France. Because <laughs> well, he loves opera, you know. And he can't sit in regular seats. No. no. So he has Cat goes walk up. it is. Well, speaking of the Loch Ness Monster, there was actually like, a, well, they say a lake in quotation marks under the theatre. So mm. technically that's where he was. He was just chilling out, making noises. It's all making sense, yes, Gina. Yes. Um, um, I think we've cracked it. 
Um, so just to sum up anyway, on, but like Gaston Larue went with the traditional non-locky, lock, yes, locky? Nessie. Nessie tale. Um, um, yes. yes. Um, so we came back, wrote the novel, um, and so things that people have said is that someone asked an ar- an architect named Eric to um, live under the. Theater. I don't know why you would ask anyone to do that. But be alive oh, and live I under the theater. Why. Oh, do you know why? Yeah, yeah. you <clears throat> engineers would usually live in the sewers in places oh. like Venice and whatever to uh, to actually to explore and shore up the ancient like oh. sewers and go. Yep, smells like poop down here. <laughs> well, it wouldn't. It would smell like water because they were no longer functioning as sewers. Yeah, of course. Smells like stagnant water down here. <laughs> oh, that's that's okay. Yeah. So he went down there. It apparently. wouldn't be like go down there and live there for the rest of your life. It's like go down there, <laughs> set up an office, and mm. you will exist there for a while until the job is done. Yeah, right. right. Okay. So I'll make Eric. Yeah. Oh, so weird. Yeah. So like, get an apartment. <laughs> Don't live in a sewer with a view. Like you're an engine, you're in like Paris. engineers make good money. What's Sometimes going it's on? really hard to get down there and mm, get back up. And interesting, there's a whole thing. Same. Well, the people with the flames and the pitchforks seem to get down there pretty fast. <laughs> I think that the musical wasn't referring to an actual engineer in the actual sewers. Oh. It was more kind of like, oh, I guess. Let's get an angry mob. Where are people in the middle of Paris getting pitchforks from? <laughs> they have to farm. Everyone has an at-home pitchfork, Zane. <laughs> you know, Obviously. you have like you're good at home pitchfork. And then you have like, <laughs> like you're going out pitchfork. You're going out pitchfork that you take to the theatre. <laughs> <laughs> going to Just the opera. Got my glasses. Got my pitchfork. <laughs> Already. Um, okay, so there's a book. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so sorry. Eric goes down to live there, and apparently he never comes back up. And in the novel, there's Eric, who was the Phantom, and there's other things. But basically, he came back and wrote a novel based on all these rumors that he believed to be true, and he swore they were true on his deathbed. So it's got to be true if he said if it was. Gaston Larue says it is. <laughs> that old no, saying. If Gaston one says it, life like Gaston. <laughs> Okay, so um, and Andrew Lloyd Webber, as he often does, thinks, oh, what can I write a show about now? (laughs) And he looks through his bookcase for inspiration (laughs) and finds a French novel by Gaston Leroux. Has somebody else translate it because he can't read French. Oh, maybe he can. Oh, well, don't assume. I oh, don't know. Okay. Never assume. <laughs> Parlez-vous, Francais? <laughs> Perfect. My French is getting better. This this joke never gets old and I love it more each and every time it happens. <laughs> All right, so what happened then, Gina? Um, With the novel or? No, so, <laughs> a guy wrote so the show. Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote the musical. <laughs> yes, he did. It was put on. And it and has it's run still running since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty been much very widely popular wherever you it go. It is really. arguably Ooh, one of the most popular musicals ever. I was going to say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's and I come from a true. small town, so yeah. I, and I even know it. You know, you what know I mean? about it. Do you <laughs> know? I grew up in Bundaberg. Had the cast album. Yeah, you know what else nice. you had though? 
The Rocky Horror Picture Show cast album. Absolutely. I didn't As have a cast should. album. I had a VHS tape of the Rocky Horror Picture Show <gasps> yes. taped off of TV. Me freaking too. <laughs> I was like, these are the two most prominent musicals currently being watched in regional Australia. I also <laughs> had the Rocky a VHS Picture Show of the John English the- version of Pirates of Penzance. And Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Okay. Back Beautiful. to Phantom of the Opera. Hmm. So music by Andrew Lloyd Webber, lyrics by like 60 people, yeah, but mostly Charles Hart in the end. Richard Stilgo and Lloyd Webber wrote the book together. Cute. Yeah, it's Aww. cute. Based on the go. novel whose central plot revolves around a beautiful soprano because you can't have an ugly one. Yeah, which is really unfortunate <laughs> for me. Christine Daae. The obsession of a mysterious, disfigured musical genius living in the subterranean labyrinth beneath the Paris Opera House. I mean, just leave leave some plot for me. No, done. Please. (laughs) (laughs) But it it did, when it opened in 86 in London, it Mm -hmm. won two Laurence Olivier Awards, Best New Musical and Best Actor in a Musical for Michael Crawford. And oh yes, my God, they loved Michael Crawford sure as Phantom. Yeah, I didn't dislike him as <laughs> the thing. You know, I just have a lot of trouble letting go of the Michael Crawford from some mothers some do, do have, have him. him. Me and so too. I cannot, I cannot correlate in my brain the idea of that <laughs> person playing. The Phantom. great and mysterious musical genius Zoom of the Phantom for me, of the Opera, Betty. <laughs> And he seems to have such a like um, a high thin voice in that character, mm. and even Michael Crawford just singing. Michael Crawford sings the Great American Songbook or whatever of you Michael know, people Crawford. do of Michael Crawford. He's he feels to me like a light tenor, and I the the mm, Phantom yeah. should be like a bellowing baritone. Yeah, yeah. Slash so, yeah, Phantom gets right up there. Right mm. up there. Right up there. Mm. But that's partially because, you know, his big song was written for Christine. Correct. So it we'll get to that. was nominated for 10 Tonys ten in, ten when it opened ten. in 88 and won seven. Wow. Musical. That's good. Leading actor for Michael Crawford. Uh, featured actress for Judy Kay. Direction by Hal Prince. Uh, scenic design, costume design by Maria Bjornsson, and lighting by Andrew Bridge. Do you want to know what it beat out that year? Yes. Ooh. Go for it. It's a big one. We Only one of them's big. I don't know the other two. Okay. Uh, big year. <laughs> so, Serafina, mm. Romance, Romance, or Romance slash Romance, um. and <laughs> Into the Woods. Uh-huh. Into the Woods. Yep. So, beat Da-da-da-da. out Into the Woods in 88. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. For best like, musical. Like for best musical. But not score. Not score. Who won best score? Into the Woods, me. surely. Uh, no. Score. Uh, do, 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 let me find them. I've got all my money on Into the Woods. Into the Woods to grandmother's house. To grandmother's house. You're just going to. No, I'm going to sit here silently and wait for you to find it. Well, do, by all means, do, please. Click the do, link. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry, did you find it? Uh, the same four were nominated for mm. score 
and into the woods took it out. Thank you. So yeah. we could have probably just left because I was Miranda's about assumption. to just I was about to just disown the Tonys as the like the <laughs> wow. benchmark for anything. No, I think that's yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Especially I mean, because, you know, Sondheim wrote into the woods whereas uh what is it uh Pink Floyd. Pink Why Floyd are you looking wrote at the <laughs> <laughs> opera? He was looking at me guys, I was like, sorry, scrolling <laughs> Facebook, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about what happens in this book slash musical slash mm. not an opera called Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Tell us about the story of Lay Phantom. I will you absolutely said the joke not. would never get old and I believed you. <laughs> I said it very sarcastically. Hey, Miranda, do you know what I could really go for? What? A croissant. <laughs> oh, could I buy a croissant right now? You know what goes great with a croissant? Le Cafe. <gasps> do you want to go to the Le Cafe and get a croissant? Oh, I want to get a Le Cafe at a cafe. Oh, Le Cafe at that's what the they cafe. Call yes. I'm a rebel. There oh. is a phantom <laughs> and he lives underneath the French opera. In the subterranean labyrinth. In the subterranean labyrinth. <laughs> Full of poop. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing because, honestly, it's long, it's complicated. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. Actually, controversial. I don't hate yeah. the movie. You didn't hate it? I, didn't oh, hate I don't it. hate yeah, it. Right. I didn't hate I'm, the I'm movie. I'm okay with it. Mm. All right, good. Watch the movie. Mm. Highly recommended by all four of us here at the table. <laughs> oh, highly recommended. Very <laughs> recommended. Best movie ever. <laughs> Miranda said so. I said it very Okay. Mention the head There is a phantom and he has an arrangement with the opera that works in this theatre that he will not hurt them. Or disrupt their pros if he gets paid. What a lovely, kind person. Yeah. 20,000 francs. That's a lot of money. (laughs) Well, he's not going to have it. It's worth it, though. What are you doing with it? Box number nine? Which box is it? He's writing. He has a fave box. What's his favorite box? He's playing the organ that he obviously built down there. I'm pretty sure it's, it's so true. Like, you can't get an organ down there. That's <laughs> like, how it. But there is a dancer named mm. Christine Daye who hey, has wait been. One hot second. How bad would a sewer and that wet environment be for an organ? Good it's point. It's going to cost 20,000 francs a month to clean to it. Just to keep his organ in repair. <laughs> keep his organ in good condition. <laughs> and to keep our G rating, this. Dancer Christine hang on, Daae. Hang on, hang on, though, but before we get to the dancer Christine Daae, the Opera House changes owners. Mm, it's yes. important to note right yes. at the beginning. Yes. Yes. New owners come in and they're New like, owners come in. who is this ghost who we must pay 20,000 francs to? Giving 20,000 francs to a ghost. And they're like, we'll just ignore it. Nothing bad will happen. <laughs> Christine Daae is a dancer, orphaned daughter of a prominent violinist, oh. and she has been raised with the uh, with another court. dancer in the yeah. dance hall. Yes. And but no one knows this. She's been secretly schooled in the secret arts of soprano singing <laughs> at night by a mysterious man this is in her like mirror. Super old school like internet creeping. That's what this is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And she's she, like sing for me. 
which like very, very coincidentally, her father had led her to believe that the angel Mm. of music would take care of her after he died. And then this phantom appears. Oh, dad had some creepy arrangement I don't want to know about. It's never never suggested that the father (laughs) sold his daughter to the phantom. I I think that maybe when daddy when daddy said that to little Christine he was like daddy? you know the, you just every time you hear music that's me and, yeah, and love absolutely and I think he was just trying to make her feel better I think and now daddy like, was like hey ghosty poo I know no, you No I don't think daddy and ghosty knew each other <laughs> I think they did. at least not well <laughs> but also like the dad's now looking down in heaven going well that's uh, that's unfortunate that I told my daughter <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, that's a real awkward situation. <laughs> oh, <made> a <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> that's a bad coincidence. And so with these new owners, mm. the soprano, Carlotta. Thanks for pointing at me. Really enjoyed it. Carlotta over here <laughs> at the table. <laughs> Does that make me Christine Dye? <laughs> sure. Sorry. I need, Wait, I need who would be closest to the drunk mum? <laughs> me. Madame Giri. Yeah. Madame Giri. Woo! All right, so Carlotta throws a tantrum because things happen. Accidents are happening. There are a couple near misses. These and she things says, do I happen. am not going on until these things are fixed and solved. And mm. so the new owners are like. She knows. She knows it's ghosty poo. Oh, yeah, she, she knows. On to it. Yeah. Well, she's and if you watch the movie, you already know why she knows. But I'm going to stop interrupting you because you're upset about it. <laughs> I'm sorry to all our listeners who are also upset about it. And so the two owners go, who could possibly fill the role of lead soprano in tonight's show? It can't be the most beautiful woman here. Who just we've never heard sing before, even though she's singing to herself in some obscure room of the opera every night. Into a mirror which bounces sound. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So Christine is put... On stage, she sings very well. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Surprising everyone. I don't know. Debatable. Depends which version you're seeing. The audience does Mm. appreciate her. So I guess uh, canonically she does. And the new patron of the theatre just happens to be her childhood friend. Raul. Friend and like oh, quotation Raul. marks. Yes. Well, they were too young to I be I know, lovers. but like, you know, but, you yeah. know, like, we are friends, but we like each other. Friends. And so he goes and congratulates her. But, of course, the Phantom says, well, now that you're successful, you must be mine. Mm. And so there is, a, a, you know, a rivalry that one party doesn't know about. <laughs> I just yeah. well, you're having a fight with a ghost. I, I but I thought the Phantom wasn't like now that you're famous, you're mine. I no. thought he was like I'm in love with you. Yeah, he's like but, so now now that I've mm. given you this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you must come with me to my mm. organ bedroom and <laughs> and sing while I play on the organ. I think I've just realised that the whole music organ thing is a metaphor. Oh yes, it's a metaphor. What? Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? This is not another pie situation, is it? Yes, it's definitely a pie Damn situation. It to hell! How have I not picked up on that? Okay, so he he steals her away in the night, and no one knows where she is. Uh, mm. She's like entranced by him and doesn't really know what she's going, what's going on. He sends her back to go back on stage, but again, Carlotta wants to be on stage. It's the whole thing. And so they they put her on stage, but as the silent part 
And then. Oh, yes. Yes. But the Phantom doesn't like this, does he? No, no, no. And so he, I'm going to say poisons Carlotta. Yeah. So that she can't sing. I don't know what, like, I don't know, but yes. Yeah. How he does that, but it's, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a spray. In the something. drink. No, she a, drinks a drink, something. Yeah. Mm. In the movie it's a spray. That's good. Mm, yes. And so then Christine goes on for the second act. Uh, <clears throat> exactly like that. Ex- exactly <laughs> like that. Mm. Uh, so then, of course, uh, in the ensuing chaos, Chris, oh, no, so after this whole thing has gone on, um, wait, where am I up to? Where so, am I? Have, have I skipped the masquerade? Sandbag. Sandbag. Oh, yes, you have. Oh, he it. makes me laugh. <laughs> That's why you have to. <laughs> like that as yes, well. Yes, and so uh, the Phantom basically makes a declaration that he will have his way or things will go terribly wrong and Raul and Christine escape <clears throat> to the roof where he proposes to her. Boo. Also, how have they, like, known each other as adults before he does this? Wah, f- okay, three three nights. Performance. But <laughs> he's spoken to her once. <laughs> oh, did it I need that then, sort you know? of commitment. <laughs> Quick detour to tell your story. Okay. Um, I was in a production of Phantom of the Opera and there is a point very early on where a body drops from the roof. So this is like the um, one of the things the Phantom does to be like, hey, guys, guess who's here? Boom, you dead. Mm. Um, so it's like the – I don't know what he does. He's like – he looks after the flies, I guess, and he drops dead from the roof. And the body that we had to drop down one night was not secured properly. Oh, no. When did it fall? It, on someone's head. Oh. Basically on our understudy Carlotta's head. Boom. At the right point? No. Oh. She wasn't uh, Carlotta if, that night. If it like if it was at the right point, that would have been yeah. like, okay, but no. Like, no, that looks good. No, no, no. No, no, no. And gave her a concussion. So that was fun. Oh, good. Yeah. Did you stop the show? No. Oh, cool. No, she wasn't Carlotta <laughs> that night. We yeah, just plowed on through. Yeah. So she wasn't important. So we after, just kept going. After I mean. the proposal has happened and the Phantom has overheard this proposal, he gets real mad mm. and brings down the chandelier into the auditorium. Because uh, you should definitely kill a whole bunch of other people and ruin the theatre because some guy proposed to your Miranda daughter slash wife this, music. This I guy is only a genius. Student. You can't expect him to have thought of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just he's I don't only a genius architect, musician. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. He's writer. also an architect. Yeah, I'd forgotten about. He's that. a genius at everything. Which is why he probably. could make the not organ. He built an organ. I mean, let's not forget that. <laughs> when you ugly, you got time on your hands. <laughs> so, Act Two. Six months later, in the midst of a masquerade ball, the Phantom makes his first appearance since this chandelier, mm. and he's he appears as the Red Death, which is a, a very famous uh, uh, story. Um, and says that he's written an opera entitled Don Juan Triumphant and demands that it's produced immediately with Christine, as who is now secretly engaged to Raul, as in the lead role, and warns of dire consequences. You mean dire consequences? Oh, good <laughs> I enjoyed that. Carry on, Zane. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so basically... Uh, 
During rehearsals, Rahul, Raul, who's tired of the tyranny of the Phantom of the Opera, thinks to use the premiere of Don Juan Triumphant as a trap to capture the Phantom because the Phantom insists on having a box free to watch. Box number five. Box number five to watch anything. So he, of course, he will be there to watch his own work. And Mm, then if the police were there behind him. Well, that's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. They like the opera too. That's right. Um, so then the opera happens, but the phantom interrupts it and he's actually on stage and <gasps> chaos ensues. Mm. And so he, he grabs Christine, takes her down, Raul and a mob go after him and pitchforks from the, a pitchfork <laughs> salesman and, <laughs> and torches from a Torches, torch. mostly torches. And the, the whole thing about you must hold your hand at the level of your eye to because stop him he's from... So... Because he's he, he doesn't want anyone strangles to see him. people. Yeah, no, he strangles people. So you hold your arm up so oh, that he so can't, he can't, get, he can't the, get the noose around the you. noose around you. Mm. Oh, I, which I cool. also yeah. thought when I first did it that it was exactly so you couldn't what Sam said. Oh, yeah. So you couldn't see him, but it hundred percent is what Miranda says. <laughs> <laughs> you would never see where you're going. He's just like no. Well, you, you can look at you. your feet, but you can't hold, see directly hold your hand ahead of you. The level you of your eye because he's so hideous. If you see him, you'll die. Is no, that what you're saying? No, that he will kill you if you're looking at him. Yeah, because he's like so self-conscious. About, he's not yeah. a Medusa. But it's not. Like it's not. It's a hundred percent. He likes to strangle. Put your so, head where you can catch a rope. In the Phantom's lair, Christine's in a wedding dress and Raul finds the lair and tries to oh, persuade. Before we get too far away, I would also just like to point out that if he had stolen Christine from one of their, like, singing lessons in the middle of the night instead mm. of in the middle of a show that he demanded they write and put on and put her in the lead in, mm. less mm-hmm. people would have noticed and the mob wouldn't have followed him down. I'm just saying. He's only a genius, Miranda. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Not he's thought through like, so much of this plan, and so and yet he's got nothing but time. <laughs> what so, was he doing? The Phantom playing his organ. Christine, for some reason, is conflicted about whether or not she should be with the Phantom or Raoul, but we'll ignore that for now. <laughs> and there Are is a lot of that, fan though? fiction based on just that point. <laughs> well, but, because the Phantom is like a father figure, but it's confusing because he's. Obviously, kidnapping romantically her and, in love with her and, yeah. and kidnapping her to show putting her in a wedding dress, which is really it's just uh, all threatening wrong to weird. kill her fiance. I've fallen in love with so many people who have threatened to kill me. It's insane. <laughs> so he captures oh, Raul, funny. who is separated from the mob, in, with a noose around his mm, neck, yeah, and he, he was not following the instructions. <laughs> He tells Christine <laughs> that he will free Raul if she promises to stay with him forever, mm. but she refuses. And oh, I Raul, she did. No, she, she no. Oh, I've remembered that entirely wrong. So, and Christine heartbroken tells the Phantom that it is his soul that's deformed, not his face, because mm. the Phantom has a deformed face. He was yes. born like that. And the Phantom and Raul both plead to her. Christine mournfully wonders what kind of life the Phantom has known. She tells the Phantom that he's not alone and kisses him, oh, showing him compassion for the hot. first time in his life. So, of course, the Phantom has a change of heart, getting compassion from Christine, says, no, look, you're too good for me. Please go. Have Raul and babies, presumably. Because um, we need a sequel. No, sorry. Um, not yet. Yep. Yeah. So the Phantom huddles under a, under a cloak and the mob led by Meg, who we, we've, 
not met before, but you know, she's there. Oh, we've met her. We just didn't talk we didn't about her just now. Her, yeah. Enters the lair and Megs pulls the Phantom's cloak from the throne, finding only his mask on the seat. <gasps> it's like he disappeared into thin air. That's right. Or maybe just into the seat. Maybe it was just Christine's imagination the whole time, oh. except for all the time that he's appeared in front of other people. <laughs> and, and that whole like them. organ maybe that he built. <laughs> there's a gas leak in the theater. Maybe. Christine is the genius architect, musician, writer, I mathematician, it. quantum physicist. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. that's what organ it is. builder. But also, <laughs> can you please stop leaving lady. that off the list? Organ builder, organist, and organ player. Exactly right. Maybe it was Christine the whole time, and or that's maybe it was her dad. All along, no, but that's well, disgusting. That's, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> that's not also not my fault. Okay, so that's the story of the Phantom of the Opera. There's a lot of very fun side characters like the theatre owners, like Carlotta, like the lead tenor. They're all very fun. Oh, yeah, the lead tenor. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about him. Um, oh. But that's that's the basis of the story. That's all you yeah. need to know. Watch the movie. It's a real good movie. Yeah. Best movie ever, Miranda says. <laughs> I didn't say it. 40 Second Street. 40 Second Street. <clears throat> and on that note, we'll move on. I get to talk about the music. Music. The music of Andrew Lloyd Webber and possibly some other people. Possibly. Um, I don't know possibly. what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about is uh, what Andrew Lloyd Webber has said in response to those allegations <laughs> every time. Bum, 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 bum. You Never know, heard that before in my life. I know it's Pink Floyd, but whenever I, I go to like, Put those words in my mouth. I I keep saying Daft Punk in my head. And I'm like very this different. Could have things. been a very different show go, if it was. You go off. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, Daft maybe, Punk. Maybe I do. Maybe. Okay. Um, so let's talk. Uh, firstly, about the multitude of lyricists. <laughs> All right. Um, Lloyd Webber first approached Jim Steinman to write the lyrics because of his dark, obsessive side. Whenever I look for somebody to work with on a project, I definitely think, oh, I need someone with like a really dark obsessive no, side. No, I don't say that. They either have to be dark or obsessive. Oh, Zane. Mm. I mean, if you can get both, well, by all means. Jim Steinman, apparently, if you're looking. <laughs> um, but Jim declined because oh. he had to write an album for Bonnie Tyler. All right. When you're busy, you're busy. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, Alan J. Lerner um, was. Of Lerner and Lowe? Yes. He was recruited. Um, but unfortunately he became seriously it. ill and was forced to withdraw. Because he Aww. went, that song sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering if it was actually maybe some sort of, you know, poisoning from the Ooh. opera ghost. Do you know when you just don't want to do something, you say you, say you have gastro? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. No. Uh, um, so uh, he did some work on the show, particularly on the song Masquerade, but none of his contributions are credited. So there must be so little of his work left. Yeah. Or yeah. he just wasn't credited. <laughs> and just has decided not to be litigious about it. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Stilgo, who um, was the lyricist for Starlight Express, wrote most of the original lyrics for the production and um, is credited with writing the musical's book. With right. Andrew Lloyd Webber, mm. but the younger, um, relatively unknown Charles Hart later rewrote most of his lyrics. Oh. Um, 
some of the original contributions are still in the final version, but uncredited. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Though he did get credited with helping to write the book. So it was sort of this like, oh, well, you're already on the bill, I guess. You know, we'll just take you off to replace like, you. Usually, like, these things are, like, when they're contracted, like. Mm. It's weird. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Charles yep. Hart wrote the lyrics. Charles Hart. In the end, eventually. <laughs> eventually. Either wrote or edited the lyrics. <laughs> We're not sure. We're not sure. <laughs> no one is sure. Okay, the music, the score, inspired yes. in part by an earlier musical version of the same story by Ken Hill. And Pink Floyd. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Lloyd Webber's score is sometimes operatic in style but maintains the form and structure of a musical throughout. Let's just pop back. I just want to re-mention inspired in part by an earlier musical version of the same story See, by someone else. So for all those people who are like, oh, then Andrew Lloyd Webber came up with Phantom of the Opera, it's based on a book. But yeah, also absolutely. A musical. on a previous musical version <laughs> of exactly the same story. Just put it out there. But um, it also helps when you're famous. Yeah, it does help when you're famous. It does. Um, when you've got I a lot of know. money and a great production. And this is the success of this show is on. What is it? It's, it's like familiar, a... it's catchy, and it is an impressive production. Who's that author? Is uh, James Patterson. Who hasn't written yes. a book for like 20 years. He just has like a staff of 20 ghostwriters who write books and so he can release three books a year. Three books a year. Yep. Just uh, with his name on it. I can't even go out three times a year. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's I just too books. exhausting. Uh, there are a few uh, what they call full-fledged operatic passages, um, which – essentially are representing the fictional operas within the story. Um, And parts of that are very similar to some real operas. Uh, (laughs) Here, Lloyd Webber pastiched, great word for borrowing material, (laughs) pastiched various styles from the grand operas of Meyerbeer. just waiting for the word homage. And even Gilbert and Sullivan. (laughs) Julie, how do you feel about Gilbert and Sullivan being called... Masters of Opera. Let's move on. Uh, These pieces are often presented as musical fragments and are interrupted by dialogue or action sequences. So they're not big um, numbers in of their own right kind of thing. And that's mostly the Don Juan triumphant. Which I don't mind. Music. Mm. It's pastiched. Yeah. It is good because it's stolen. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, There is a little section here uh, that says uh, the Don Juan triumphant sections in the latter stages of the show are dissonant and modern, which apparently suggests perhaps that the Phantom is ahead of his time artistically. (laughs) I just really liked that quote that, like, post-justified. Yeah. Anyway. Why he... Yeah. Pastiched. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, um, artistic integrity, you know. Stop saying pastiche. All it makes me want is a like a pasty. Like a, or like a croissant. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so the first act was had a preview staging at Lloyd Webber's home in 1985, <clears throat> which used most of the original lyrics by Richard Stilgo, who Probably wrote Probably included the his book. girlfriend. 
<laughs> and many songs that were later changed, like, quite dramatically. The original title of Think of Me was What Has Time Done to Me? And I like <laughs> that they point out this major change, guys, major change. <laughs> the song Notes used to be called Papers. Wow. Oh, I like it yeah. better as papers. I mean, there's no, a lot but I of mean, papers. didn't that really just change the whole show for you? It really changed the feel, 100%. yeah, and the intent. And the intent. So we'll go over some of the names of the songs in just a minute, but I will briefly touch on some critical reviews of the Broadway opening. So this is not the first opening because it did start in West End, but the Broadway opening talked about the music, saying <laughs> um, that. It was spectacular entertainment and visually impressive. Um, And this other comment about the music says uh, that it's a very enjoyable show and it showers the audience with fantasy and fun. Hang on. No one's mentioned the music yet. Just a second. I'm just getting to that. Oh, here we go. Praise Lloyd Webber's score despite its synthetic and borrowed quality. Oh, that's a bit of a... Mm. But gee, isn't Michael Crawford's powerful performance impressive? <laughs> and we liked the sets and the costume design quite a lot. Um, That's okay. This is a theory. When you, If you do a show and your friend comes up to you and, you know, you say to them, hey, um, like, what do you think? You know, la, la, the la. lighting was great. Yeah, right? You look like I you loved... had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I loved what you were wearing. Like, oh, my God. That costume. I mean, those <laughs> shoes. I get that a lot. But I do wear some awesome shoes. It's true. <clears throat> you know it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the actual musical numbers. A musical. Let's do it. Now, this show starts with not just an overture but pre the overture a prologue yeah so it has a prologue and then an overture correct because technically the whole thing is a flashback yes the prologue is a flashback big no the prologue Mm. is oh no the whole rest of the show is a flashback is a flashback yes Mm. so it starts on the stage of the opera house in 1911 with the prologue which is all a musical i think it starts with dialogue yeah it does lot number yeah oh yeah whatever whatever and then there's a little bit of an exchange between Raoul and um, Madame Giry. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go into the overture. You in, hear the music which, box first. Yeah. <gasps> That's so true. You hear the, the um, magical. Ting, 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 ting. Not creepy at all. Yeah, ting, correct. Ting, ting, ting. <laughs> and then the um, overture. magical. And then the start of the overture, the bomb, 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 is the raising of the broken chandelier. Yeah, so, so the overture isn't like in some musicals just a musical introduction to the show. It actually sets the stage like you're actually yes. going back in mm. time through the overture yes yes which it's is an really interest, good and interesting it is i'll give him uh, that but approach. at the same time it is an overture in that yeah, it, it has yeah. pieces from the music throughout the show it's um <clears throat> something that andrew lloyd Webber occasionally does <laughs> reuse music Um, So Act 1 starts with Hannibal Rehearsal. This is Carlotta and the ensemble um, and the tenor. Pianji. Pianji the tenor. Pianji. Followed by Carlotta's rendition of Think of Me. Uh, And also then Christine's rendition. Are we there already? Yeah. 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 So Carlotta starts singing in the... 
and then mm. Christine sings it because better. she yeah. sings it. Something happens. She storms out, mm. and then they're like, "Well, Christine can sing it. Christine can sing it." Yeah, and then Christine comes yeah. forward and sings a little bit, and then it happens. <laughs> yeah, just starts. Um, followed by Angel of Music, um, and Little Lottie, which is the um exchange <laughs> with Raul. Where Raul, 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 oh my God, I was having such problems the with Vicomte. his name. The Vicomte um says that great line. Can it be? Can it be Christine? It's my favourite part in the whole show and I cannot really? explain to you why. why. I don't the, know. No. Seriously. Can it be? Can it be Christine? Ba, I love it. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. It, like, it is so funny. Cute. in like It's like it's such an awkward piece of like a monologue put to music. Yeah. And in that time, like between that and I the like end it. of the show, he's just. Ducked out, got some flowers, come back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He probably had his man. Yeah, I was going to say, it. he's probably very rich. As Have all. to go get me some flowers. Wake up the florist, get me flowers. <laughs> um, and a croissant. And this is followed by the Phantom of the Opera, uh, the Phantom and Christine. Um, This, am I going crazy? This is the number that has the whole Christine singing bit. Yeah. 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 And the famous Christine singing bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Are you talking about the bit on the lake? And he's like, sing for me, sing for me. And she does the whole yeah. blue, 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 blue. What thing. did you say just before this? She sang Angel of Music and Little Lottie. Then, yeah. yes. Yes. And then the Phantom of the She goes through the mirror. Yeah. She goes through the mirror. And they do the whole thing. Um, so that's the most famous scene really yes from when you were on the, the boat show. with the, the dry yeah. ice and, and then that whole section where christine sings the yeah. um bits you want to sing, sing it for, for me ah, Jane does. Ah, do it oh that's not how it goes Just, anyway <laughs> um so it has the the famous runs with the very high note that Christine sings yes, yeah. that is often click tracked. Don't. Why would you invoke the rage, Miranda? Why would you do it that? It is often click tracked. So what do you want from me? It is. But how do I you know, know? But you know what I want? I want for you to go around to every production and make them do it. Just do the actual thing. Suck it up and Just do it. Just sing it. It's really well, hard do. to do it eight times a week. No, but it's the really thing is, not. The performers do do it eight yeah. times a week. They click track it to be on the safe side because could you imagine the riot from an audience if mm, it went wrong? I've that one note that in that whole show. <laughs> yeah, I've been lead of invoking that riot in many an amateur production. <laughs> Just like an immediate leaping out of your seat with a pitchfork, right? What is this? <laughs> Give me. Theatre pitchfork. <laughs> I'm a stabber bee. I've got my going out pitchfork. Charlie, <laughs> give me my good pitchfork. We're going out. Um, this is followed by the music of the night sung by the Phantom, but originally written the for Phantom Christine. Butt. Mm. It's sung by the Phantom's butt. Um, originally written for Christine. And you can definitely hear that. You can hear it in the tone of the writing. Like you yeah. really can. But it's 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 almost like that first production they got Michael Crawford in to sing Phantom and thought, shit, <laughs> we'd, we'd better give him a song. <laughs> like, just give him this one. It'll be fine. Christine won't notice. And it does appear on a number of um, audi- audition don't lists. Music don't of the night. Don't sing this song. Don't sing this song for an audition. I agree with that. Um, it is a beautiful song. 
It is. I agree. It's it's a very haunting song. I think it sits better with the character of the Phantom. It would oh, be absolutely. weird to hear it from Christine, but I don't know how much of that is because that's the voice I'm used to hearing it in. So I don't know. I think I think if Christine sang it, it would make her seem a lot more enthusiastic about the relationship with the mm. Phantom than yeah. if the Phantom singing it, making it seem a little bit more Creepy? coercive. It makes yeah. her seem a lot more like, let's get it on. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, let, let me surrender my soul. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Ugh. And this is followed by I Remember Stranger Than You Dream It, Christine and Phantom. It's a bit of a like little interlude Yeah, where bit. he explains that he's the one in the mirror that's been teaching yep. her to sing. Yeah. Um, magical Lasso. Yeah. This is the one where the, the stagehand is telling the story to yeah. the girls. Oh, of course. Right. Okay. I'm like, um, guys, how many? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we have... Not papers, but the newly named notes mm. and prima donna. Um, oh, yeah. So this is the the new owners getting the the letters, the letters <laughs> from the Phantom, and they're in the office talking about it. Um, and then followed by prima donna, where they're they're convincing Carlotta that no, no one could sing it. We would never dream of giving. We would Christine never it. casting Christine, <laughs> but also, nobody is a role. We might. Uh, <laughs> Awkward. Um, and basically it's them deciding to defy Defy the Phantom. The Phantom. Yep. Mm. Poor fool, he makes me laugh. <laughs> I love it. Wait. Um, show within a show. That's where yes. the, the voice goes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so this is sung by Carlotta and it's where the her, she turns into a frog um, yes. and then Christine <laughs> has to finish the act because obviously she can't sing it anymore. Um why have you brought me here, Raul? I've been there. Yeah, this is Raul the proposal and Christine up on the, up on the roof. having a little moment. It's a, just a tiny bit before. Before all I ask yeah. of you, but I, I will say in this song, Christine's saying like, "I've seen things, and this is weird. I'm not yeah. comfortable." And Raul's like, "No, just marry me. It'll be fine." He's, but I don't think he believes her. Just no, absolutely it. not. He's like, no, no, you're just a silly girl. Yeah, is, but marry yeah. me though. Yeah. But marry me though. Yeah, yeah. Give me that me. hot piece of ass, you dumb <laughs> oh, silly girl. Wow, this poor girl's getting it from all sides. But also, wow. she's just like, no, it, it's it's real. He's like, no, it's not. She's like, okay then. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll marry all you. Right. <laughs> but we'll keep it secret because, like, I'm probably in fearing for my life. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, like, like, okay. Not tell anyone. <laughs> um, there is a reprise of all I ask of you. Which is the finale of Act One, sung by the Phantom. Phantom. And this is the crash of the chandelier, mm. the big special effect of the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, in all I ask of you, the the lovers are, are saying, you know, all I want is for you to love me and for me to feel safe. And the Phantom comes in and steals their their melody and says, "All I want is for you to love me." Yeah. And then me. I'll drop a chandelier on your face. <laughs> Boom. Technically, he drops it on. Everyone else's face, because you know yeah. misplaced anger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's right. only a genius, Miranda. <laughs> I know, I know. You keep mentioning that. Uh, there is an on track to, to Act Two, followed by Masquerade, which is possibly the most fun. People oh, absolutely, Masquerade. Yeah, so good. Yeah, um, and I, it also the only 
full company song, really? Yeah. Like, but really? No. Um, I mean, a there lot are other- of Don Juan is full company. Yeah, but it's not. It's not full voice, full company, but it's full company. <laughs> Everyone's there. Everyone's there, yeah, but they're not the songs you know from the show. Yeah. Mm. No. Like if I. Agreed. I have a soundtrack of this that's not a full soundtrack. It's one of those like yeah. you know, Best of learn, of the learn about the musicals, oh, yeah, Phantom yeah. of the Opera, and it doesn't have any of the opera sequences on it. It only uh. has the Phantom of the Opera songs. Oh. Right? <clears throat> but Carlotta's bits are the best. They are. <laughs> yep. Why so silent by Phantom? Yeah. This is when he appears. And it's like, what's up, guys? You stop singing your masquerade song. And like, what? hey, buddy, I haven't been getting my 20 grand a week. What's up what's with up that? What's up with that? My savings have been dwindling over the last six months. What am I going to big my, my big organ with? I was put in charge of the safe scream in that scene. Man alive, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, the safe screams. Yeah, screaming so that you don't hurt your vocal cords. Yeah, all good. The safe scream. Good, good times. Great classic hits. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, this is followed by uh, notes. Oh, reprise. Good one. Twisted one, every actually. way. Uh, where they're talking about more notes. Uh, things are getting <laughs> a bit stressy. They're also deciding to get the police in because he's going to be in his box so they can surround him. Yeah, they're him. setting it all up. Yeah. Um, both of the notes sections, just FYI, include the phantom mm. reading part of the note. Yeah. Can I just say, mm. like, they're talking about their plans to foil the phantom in the theatre where he can obviously observe them doing Yeah, but they're that. in the office. He's not in the office. He's but everywhere. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. Like he, <laughs> but he's, he it's lives been, there. It's been demonstrated that. Maybe the office is off campus. Maybe. It's definitely not. <laughs> Maybe they're not geniuses. They're, they're not, not geniuses. geniuses. <laughs> As we I think that's, I think they weren't they like trash merchants or something? Like I have no giant. idea. Yeah, I, have I, no I think idea. that's what they were. Um, so we have a little <laughs> bit of the Don Juan rehearsal after that, followed by wishing you a somehow here again. Good rendition. Thank you. Uh, Christine goes and hangs out at a graveyard because that's <laughs> deaths what you should do when you're a bit like, well, she's, she's not hanging sad. out. She's, she's visiting dad. dad. Yeah. She's like, and where is dad? <laughs> In the it's graveyard. Like, Bingo. Dad. So where is she hanging out? In yeah. the graveyard. Like, Thanks for proving me correct, Julie. Hanging out. It's like, I'm really scared. Where should I go? I know. A graveyard. The mausoleum. <laughs> it feels Absolutely. really safe there. Um, the phantom does appear to her in the graveyard. Um, wandering child slash bravo, monsieur, which is the arrival of Raoul. Um, and then we have the point of no return, mm. phantom and Christine. It's beautiful. I think this song really wins the good writing award for me and I would be yeah. upset if we found out Pink Floyd wrote it. <laughs> like this is probably one of the few songs that I was like, good on you, Andy. Yeah. Like you hit a chord there or two. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> Bong. So um, knowing what we know about the multitude of lyricists on the project too, um, I would be really interested to know more about yeah. the development of that song um, because I feel like it has it has um, 
I like it. Anyway, move on. Um, (laughs) And then we go into the uh, end business where they're tracking him down. Um, Down once more. Yes. Keep your hand at the level of your eye. Uh, Followed by the finale, which is listed as Phantom Christine Raoul and Company, but I remember it being mostly orchestra. Which one? The whole finale section, maybe. Uh, is that where they're taking the pitchforks and stuff down there? No, that's down once more. Oh, you're correct, yeah. Yeah. Finale. After he lets Christine and Raul go. Yeah, nothing. And they all come down into nah. the, yeah. Maybe it's just like. They were there. A tag. <laughs> it's a tag, guys. Mm. I don't know. I'm supposed to know things. Um. So. Quick question. There are millions of orchestrations of this available. The current Broadway score is a 27-piece orchestration. How big do you think the biggest orchestration available is? 54. Oh, 54 is big. Too high. Too high. I think one of the, the, like, anniversaries had had like a 40-piece? 45. The 25th anniversary score, a 45-piece orchestra. Amazing. But why? I mean, um, if, 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 if you've got the money. Yeah, I mean. 567-piece orchestra. How many pipe organs did they have? That's what I'm interested in. <laughs> um, I don't know. Probably you, just one. The uh, original Broadway production was a 29-piece pit orchestra and had zero pipe organs, which is oh, actually pretty disappointing. But it did yeah. have eight violins. Jeez. Eight. Yes. You don't need eight violins. No. And what I find most mysterious, only two keyboards, a piano part and a synthesizer part. Wow. I'm pretty huh. sure they now do this show with like four, five yeah. keyboards and one violin. <laughs> and I just I just want to go on record now saying that probably my favourite instrument in the entire world, pipe organ. Okay. Oh, That's a weird thing to know about you. Good, mm. good job. Don't know how old you are. Know you like a pipe organ. Good to know. In 1987, the heirs of Puccini charged Andrew Lloyd Webber with a lawsuit. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Thank you. Here comes the dirt. <clears throat> so. uh, their lawsuit claims that the climactic phrase in Music of the Night closely resembled a very similar phrase in the sequence of, oh, God, from Puccini's opera Girl of the Golden West. The litigation was settled out of court for an undisclosed amount. Of course it was. $25. $25 million. (laughs) I'll just take 1% of all the profit made from the opera, please. In 1990, a Baltimore songwriter named Ray Rep filed a lawsuit alleging that the title song from Phantom was based on a song that he wrote in 1978 called Till You. After eight years of litigation on this point, which included an unsuccessful countersuit by Lloyd Webber claiming that Till You was itself a plagiarism of Close Every Door from Joseph and the Amazing Taylor Coloured Dreamcoat. Wait, wait, wait. So are you saying, Andrew Lloyd Webber, that that the Phantom is plagiarising Joseph? Is that what you're saying? You know what he did? He just In court? He just goes, I write the same stuff over and over. Where can I find a version of this that's older than that other song? Go, 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 Joseph, you know it. All right, win me a lawsuit. Bring me a lawyer. Your finest lawyer, please. 
The jury found in Lloyd Webber's favour. Of course. It but the countersuit was unsuccessful. Right. So they found that he didn't plagiarise, but also the original guy didn't plagiarise. <laughs> yes. I think the court just after eight about. years went, just oh, stop. God, just all go away. It's a bold move, Andrew. Bold move. I just loved that, like, no, I didn't steal it from you. You stole, stole it from, from me. me. And then I stole it from, <laughs> from me as myself. well. <laughs> and this one is my favourite because it comes with the best quote ever. Former Pink Floyd vocalist and bassist Roger Waters has repeatedly <laughs> claimed in interviews, not in court, that the signature descending, ascending halftone chord progression from Phantom's title song, that's the that bit. It's beautiful. Um, which is very recognisable part of Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Uh was plagiarised from the bass line of a track on a 1971 Pink Floyd album called Echoes. He has never taken legal action, but here is his quote. Life's too long to bother with suing Andrew effing Lloyd Webber. He didn't say effing, he used the word. Um, He said, I think that might make me really gloomy. And who wants to be gloomy? Good on you. But also, like... How cute I is just, it? I can't be bothered suing Andrew Lloyd Webber. That's just, I mean, ugh. I mean, Pink Floyd. Well, they're already rich, so you know yeah. they don't need money. And you know, he's gone on record and said, you know, he clearly this is stole true. it from it. And it's kind of, and I was true. like, I mean, oh, if really? you want to listen Floyd, to the comparison, just go to our Facebook feed. We will mm, be, we will be. It's posted. already posted. It's already done. <laughs> yeah, it's done. So. On it's going to be up there. And I, I didn't. I thought, oh, yeah, like that's a stretch. That's got to be a stretch. That's yeah. just based on the baseline. Hey, like, uh, how audible like, yeah. is it? Yeah. But and then um, Julie played it for us just before, and it is and, um, so obvious. I, it's hard to tell which is which. Um, Pretty much. It's yeah. like, why is Pink Floyd playing it? <laughs> playing Phantom of the Opera. But it's also like, maybe you could be bothered to sue Andy for that. <laughs> I but I mean, I like, I'd be bothered. As long as the world knows. You could settle it out of court for an undisclosed you know, amount. You could. <laughs> Two percent of everything Phantom <laughs> yeah. of the Opera has made, <laughs> which would be a lot because that show has been playing for non-stop. I, well, I just want to say before we get off music, the original London production, the album, went two times platinum in Canada, twelve times platinum in New Zealand, three yes. times platinum in the UK, and four times platinum in the United States. And it was the star vehicle of. The darling of the stage. Yeah. And I will say. Which I'm sure you'll talk about in casting. Highlights from the Phantom of the Opera, eight times platinum in Canada, two times platinum in Sweden, and four times platinum in the United States. So it has sold a A lot. lot. Yeah. And um, if Pink Floyd is listening to this podcast, uh, we're going to say that you do see. Okay. (laughs) We're on your side, guys. (laughs) Because. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Didn't I was gonna, you was gonna say, do we have a favorite song? A favorite song? Well, I, I, I like. Um, I said it over and over. The point of no return. That is beautiful. Yeah, mm. Zane. Anything? I love. I, I, I love the title song, Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Um, but also tenor music of the night. Yes. All oh. right, it's a girl's mm. song. Just live with that. Okay. I, I, oh. I, I, 
I sing a lot of girl songs, okay, so live enough. with that. Fair enough. Okay, I'm fine with it. Um, I will say that um, Think of Me has been like my song of personal torture. Could it be? Could it be Christine? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The actual Think of Me. <laughs> um, because I use it as my vocal range test. Ah, oh, yes, right. So especially if I haven't sung for a little while, I'll be like, just see where my voice is sitting. Just see where the squeak's And I see how far I can get. Yeah. (laughs) And I know I can't do the whole thing, so (laughs) it really is a test of just how far or how badly am I going to fail at singing this song. Could she do a scale? Nah. Nah. (laughs) Um, What about you, Gina? Do you have a favourite? Me. You or Gina? (laughs) I was just saying Gina. No, you go first. I like Paul Fawley makes me laugh. Yeah. That's my favourite. Yeah. You just like doing the ha 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 I really do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I love, like, you know, I'm one of those people that hears the song. I'm like, no, Think of Me is amazing. And then the next one comes on. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, this one. This one is it. Phantom and then, of the Opera. You're right. This yeah. Is <laughs> so, yeah. No. I used to I like swanning all. around my uh, living room singing Prima Donna. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying a dog under your arm. <laughs> Honestly, when you listen through, like I'm most amused by uh, notes. Yes, notes is very funny. It is where the the opera owners kind of singing back and forth. It's where they're all going, ah, crap. It's like, well, I've got this. (laughs) It's very funny. They're the most amusing. Here's my note. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be wrapping this up. I'm going to wrap it up now. Wrap it up, Zane. So we're going to talk about uh, Sarah Brightman now. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. It's time. We're it's that skim. time. We're going to skim her, though. Ooh. She does a hefty amount of stuff, but we're going to skim her. Okay. I am going to go by character, just to shake it up. Not All quite right. Christine Dye. Sarah Brightman. <laughs> no. Sarah Brightman. Fa- he, she's Sarah not Brightman. the titular character. I said titular, Zach. You said titular. Well done. Well Phantom of the Opera, original West End cast and original Broadway cast, The Croft, the Michael of the Croft. Michael, Michael Crawford. <laughs> yep. For those purists out there who require a name to know who someone is. <laughs> Mickey Croftster. Mickey what? As he is Mickey always C. referred to as. Yeah, yeah. Good old you know, Mickey. That guy from Some Mothers Do Have Him. Mickey C. Mickey C. Uh, original Las Vegas cast. Um, a I'm dude sorry, I don't pardon. know. <laughs> yeah. The I original Las only, Vegas cast. Only becomes important for the Christine diet. So I'm just going to name the Phantom Okay. Well. Um, there's this dude called Brent Barrett. Sure. But also Anthony Crivello, who I thought I knew until I realised <laughs> who I thought that was, was actually a character from Little Shop of Horrors. Correct. Orange Crivello. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I was like, I know that. No, no I don't. No. Um, and then the Royal Albert Hall 25th anniversary cast. With all the mate, 45 piece orchestra, yes. All mate noodles, caramelou. Ramen, caramelou. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ramen. Oh, ramen. right. Ramen noodles. That's really offensive. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to the podcast. I'm offended. Okay. You can be. Roman, if you listen, I apologize. Please come on the show. I'll replace anyone for you. <laughs> like, just with a snap of my fingers. 
Wow. That's, that's right. Powerful death rays. Can you replace me with Bette Midler, please? <gasps> oh, my God, can you? I, Bette Midler, if you want to come on the podcast, <laughs> just reach out. I will replace also, anyone with a snap. <laughs> anyone. Bette Midler, if you're coming on, if you could bring Barbara with you, that'd be nice. Are they best friends? I feel like they're probably Surely not. they would be. I mean. They, they know each other. <laughs> Maybe Bernadette. Bet and Bernadette. Oh yeah. Mm. Look, if you just bring anyone, anyone. Bring Tom just, Hanks. just just bring us to you. Bring us. <laughs> Actually, to you. that's a better idea. <laughs> okay. I mean, if we have to be dragged from Australia, we also have our Christine Day, the original West End cast. Old mate sleeping with a dragger up on stage. Sarah Bryman. Yep. But uh, yeah. well, well, well. So, um, Phantom of the Opera. Was written for Sarah Brightman. Correct. So it's her show. Yeah. Correct. She deserves it. Had to give her something. <laughs> no, no. Didn't have to give her something. Wrote the show for her to be in. <laughs> Correct. This is for you. To be in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wrote her a show. I want someone to write me a show. I know. Where's Andy when you need him? Um, <laughs> Original Broadway cast, also Sarah Brightman. However... Go back to West End, Claire Moore replaced her, which is delightful. Look up Claire Moore. She's done a bit of stuff. Um, original Las Vegas cast, and this is why I said before that this Celine cast Dion? is important. Is it Celine Dion? No, but I would kind of watch that. I want oh. it to be Celine Dion. <laughs> I would watch I want that. Celine to be Carlotta. No, oh, I yeah. agree. Yes. yes. Yeah, but I w- yes. okay, we'll get to that later. Sierra Bogus. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Sneaky little Vegas season. Well, she did it first. She did it before she ever did the 25th. The people of Vegas. But uh, I also want to mention the replacement for the original Broadway cast. Patty. Patty Kernahor. Yeah. You were going to say Patty Lapone. I was was like, like, what? Yeah. This is not happening right now. (laughs) Patty Kernahor, is she, we've referred to her previously in Light in the Piazza. She played Signora Nakarelli. Oh, the things you find out when you think about it hard enough. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then I don't look. No other name really stood out to me in those particular um, main four productions. Even though apparently the original Las Vegas is counted as one of the main four, it was a potted version, wasn't it? Yes, they cut it down to one act, forty-five minutes or something. Oh, wow. Get people back do. in the casino. Yeah, it was really. <laughs> it was really just like here's the songs of Phantom of the Opera, mm, the and end. also ran for. <laughs> Freaking ever. Yeah. I highly doubt notes was in that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're going to cut it down, it's probably notes. Um, but some notable replacements um, from the West End, the Phantom um, had replacement. I mean, um, where did I find the fun ones? Ramen, obviously, we've already mentioned. But Peter Cousins mm. oh, yeah. was a West End replacement. Oh, yeah. Who is a very famous Australian actor. And we also have Ben Forster, who we've mentioned previously in another episode around Christmas time last year, played Buddy in Elf the Musical. Um, notable Raoul replacements in West End, Michael Ball. Mm, and? John Barrowman. Yeah. And Simon Burke. Aww, oh, I love yeah. all those names. Who was, uh, for people who may not be from Australia, Simon Beck was in Play School, a kid show. That's how I know <laughs> he him. He was on West End. I know. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's Good on you, Simon. He's listed under the West End replacements. Wow. 
also in West End replacements, Raman Karam, who played Raul. Yeah, I mean, it's just who hasn't he played, to be honest? Christine. Christine. Hasn't played Christine. At oh, least yeah. on that we know in, in a professional production. <laughs> he 100% has sung her backstage. So. <laughs> yeah. He's probably the click track. Um, <laughs> Broadway replacements. I mean, there's a heap of people. Um, Sierra was obviously a Christine Dyer replacement on Broadway originally. But there's all, there's so, so, so many people who have played these roles because it's been running forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. literally forever. And the casts like just roll on and roll on and roll on. Like a huge portion of my life how, this has been playing. How often would they, like, take a break and start a fresh entire cast? Yeah. Or just do they really? Like, surely they can't question. just roll it I, well, roll by roll forever. Definitely the title roles they do. Yeah. Um, they just kind of roll from one to another without doing a whole cast replacement because usually you feel like at times you'd have to do a full cast replacement and a full reblocking because otherwise you'd be like much snooze like you'd have people phoning again, it in from that. But chorus. then again, on Broadway and West End, it's tourist markets, so it's people yeah. come to see that production. Hundred percent. You'd think you'd have. Mm, well, yeah, no, I guess they don't like, reblock it as in new yeah. blocking. It's just that, like, okay, guys, we're gonna just not do performances for a week and put a new cast in for the entire But then you have all those people who want to move up in the cast. Yeah. Yeah, but do they deserve it? (laughs) I don't don't know. I just, I would be interested to have more information on that. So if anybody listening can tell us a little bit more about how that works when a show runs for years upon years upon years. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. We'll very briefly talk about the movie cast, <laughs> which blows my mind every time I think about it. <laughs> so The Phantom was played by Jared Butler. Gerard Butler. Gerard. Still blows my mind. Yeah. He didn't do a, didn't do a terrible job. I think he did a great job. And it was it was very controversial that he was so attractive. How dare. I, I remember that well, being the-, the big thing about that movie. Like, he can't play The Phantom. He's too pretty. But like, but like, if the you side of him, his, yeah, the side of his face that isn't pretty, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, like, but like when he was wearing the mask, he was like one hundred percent hot. You know what I mean? That's okay. <laughs> Betrayal. That's, that's why he wore Betrayal. a mask. Yeah. <laughs> um, our Christine was Emmy Rossum, which I now completely separate her from. Phantom of the Opera. I no longer think of her as ever having done it, <laughs> and I'm okay. Yeah, I think of her as the chick from sh- the US version of Shameless, and then I'm okay. Um, another one that blew blows my mind is Patrick Wilson playing Raoul. Mm. I know him mainly mm. from the Conjuring movies. Oh my god! Yeah, you're yeah. so right. Yes, I'll be watching the Conjuring, and then every now and then I'll be like Raoul. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mini Driver as Carlotta. She was fantastic. She was amazing. She and was really unexpectedly good. so. And didn't this come like just after her like, I don't know, I, maybe I made this story up in my head, but didn't she steal a whole bunch of stuff from like, wasn't she caught shoplifting or is that my head? Not That's Winona Ryder. Ryder. Thank you. All right. I knew it was <laughs> rider, driver, you get me. Completely different. Yep. But someone's riding and someone's driving, so we were good. <laughs> Madam Ziri Miranda Richardson. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say me for a second there. It's not my name. No, it is not. Um, and then who else did I know from this cast? Oh, um, Andre, one of the new owners, was Simon Calloway, who I knew from 
Moulin Rouge, I think. Mm. Wait, who was who was he? Andre. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. He's one of the owners. He's no, the no, short no, no, no. Like in Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Yeah. He's the short guy in Moulin Rouge. He's oh, my God. Yes, guy. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Did, did I miss any cast? Anyone's faves? Um. Okay. Controversial. I like – okay, Gerard Butler was fine, but I was also like, was he the perfect option? No. No. No, no, no. Again, like no, the perfect no, no. option for these movies is like a <laughs> – yeah. A, a Broadway, a, like yeah. a legit thespian, Person. I think, yeah. Mm. Um, also, I'll have to put it on our Facebook page, but Sarah Brightman seeing the last notes of this as an older person. Hilarious. Not high, <laughs> but it, hilarious. Is this, is this the one with her weird throat? Thing? No, her weird f- eyes. Eyes. Her eyes. She's got like a – her eyelid starts <laughs> flickering. And because she's then- got falsies on, it's just like <laughs> – yeah. It's yeah. just the camera is too close to any person singing anything. Mm. The and especially is when too you're close. singing in like a concert, a concert setting, like you're not meant to look closely at that. <clears throat> anyway. Shall we move on? Yes. Shall we? Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay, I sung it and then you looked at me and you were like, we're going to start recording. And I thought you were giving me the like the go for the singing. It wasn't it. Wasn't it. I misread anyway, that. Anyway, Dreamcast. <laughs> I don't have a lot of strong feelings about this, but yeah. I would love. I think love... Sarah Brightman should do it forever. <laughs> e- forever. She's the perfect age You've for the role. The I would actually love to see her move into Carlotta. No, Phantom. Mm. <laughs> Think about it. Phantom does not have to be male. Oh. No, he doesn't have to be male. I, I mean, mean, more true. difficult to trick her into thinking he's her she might dad. Have. Got a low voice now. <laughs> I, and okay. again, dress as a man. Like, Christine is not a genius like the Phantom. <laughs> dumb. Like the Phantom is. <laughs> You're hilarious, Zane. Um, I would love... I'm going to go my my regular castings. I would like John Lithgow as John Lithgow Phantom. and Nathan Lane as oh, the two yes. owners. The Nathan two Lane, hundred percent. Okay. Yes, yeah. oh, perfect. Actually, yeah. all right. And I would love Jason Alexander as Pianji. Yeah, <laughs> it's so stupid. It works. <laughs> How about this though? <laughs> Zach Efron, Phantom. <laughs> Fits right, yeah, guys. We didn't even have to do it. She yeah, did it for us. She's, she's who are you people? I'm wearing the shirt. I didn't even have to do it. Just <laughs> rolls right there. Yeah, but that's so predictable. Obviously, it's Zac Efron. He can do anything. He can do anything, <laughs> and he's almost aging out. You know of where Raul? I was going to put him? Where I was going to put him as a male Carlotta. Doesn't make any sense in the like plot of the show, but it would be great. But it would be. I agree. Not as Pianji. Carlotta. But he Who, might make a good, you know, role, maybe. Yeah, he's with the hair. Raul is hair. probably his role, but yeah. um <laughs> Phantom would be more interesting. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't I it? would much rather Sarah Brightman than Zach Efron. <laughs> oh my god, what a pair. Zach Efron's Phantom <laughs> yes. to Sarah Brightman's Christine. <laughs> I cannot think of a show I would watch less. <laughs> Miranda! 
Stop it. I was singing Christine. Is that not what it sounded like? In the style of Sarah Brightman. <laughs> I don't know if that was sorry. a cat or a I'm sorry. Okay, but seriously, who would we cast as Carlotta? It's a, it's a tough one because it is. It's not. What? Bette Midler. I mean, clearly. No. Yes. Oh, yes. I, think, I, I, think, see it. I think Patty like, would be more no. entertaining. She can't sing that high. <laughs> She's <laughs> the first person to admit it. She, um, is it her, I think it's Viva Las Vegas. So she's doing the thank yous <laughs> yeah. at the end. And she literally does like she's introducing everyone in her band. And she's like, and this is this woman who sings all my high notes for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her name, which is sad. But, oh, my um, God. Yeah. Because yeah. we do know that middle's name. <laughs> yeah, we do. Awkward. Then, yes. We're taking that information into account, I agree. And she can bring the woman who sings her high notes. Yeah. Like, that's fine. And she, that woman can probably also have to do Christine's. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, right. I think you just cast that woman Zac as Efron like will probably give it a go to Sarah Bright. <laughs> just side. always standing right And whenever next she to goes to sing, she just kind of <gasps> nudges. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I'm yawning. I'm putting my hand from my mouth for no reason. Oh, prima. <laughs> Right. Any um, any other strong feelings? I don't know. Now I just want to see gag casts more than I want to see real casts. I don't have strong yeah. feelings of like I people agree. I really want to see. I have like strong no. feelings of yes, I do want to well, see Zac Efron thing, as like, Carlotta. There's, <laughs> I I feel like the show has such a I don't know identity of its own that, that you're not going has put, moved away entirely. Yeah. Mm. You can't put like from putting names Rowan in Atkinson it. in the Phantom and <laughs> Ooh, expect a you, Rowan Atkinson play the Phantom. Yeah. It's but you the would Phantom. put him as one Just, of the managers. You definitely could. Yeah. yeah, but this this show has existed for such a long time without without stunt casting, yeah. without special people in it. It All makes th- people. Now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's very, very true. I yeah. agree. And it's not unusual for, uh, apart from the original Sarah Brightman and um, some mothers do have them. Um, <laughs> Michael Crawford. <laughs> Michael Crawford. Um, it has pretty much been unknown Christines who are made by doing that role and then move on to other things. And that's part of what that role needs to be. Yeah, I it think It needs to be so. a young unknown who gets discovered. Yeah. And is amazing and yeah. click-tracked. And click-tracked. <laughs> or just get someone who can sing it perfectly. That'd be great. Never heard of it. Which brings me to my <laughs> point that funny casting is a much better conversation. <laughs> because it's difficult to have a serious conversation about who you want to see in these roles because the roles aren't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty set in my John Lithgow, Nathan Lane. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. The funny that's roles good. are fine. Yeah. But it's difficult to think of, oh, well, I really want to see this I person as Christine. wouldn't mind seeing Brian Darcy James as Phantom. Hmm. Just just to see what he would do with it. Okay. <laughs> and I, I haven't like mentioned him. Audra, but there's no role in this for Audra. Audra is Mountain above Jerry? this. Are you kidding me? She would be a good color. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, no, yeah, I can see that. She'd be a great Carlotta. Uh, yes, yes. But I feel like her personality and casting type sits a little bit more in Magigiri. Yeah. It could. But again, like, I, I think she's above this show. I don't, I don't, like okay, you said. Well, like, we all know. You don't go back to Phantom. No, 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 no. no <laughs> you no, have no, a little no. tingles for the, the Audra, and that's fine. I just really appreciate everything she's ever done <laughs> and everything she ever Me will too. do. We all do. She lost me New York bingo, and so I'm forgiving her a lot. That's true. She cried when she accepted her Tony. And then I won bingo. Okay. 
Oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, was that bad? Anyway, so last call, last call, last call. I think that's it. Then yeah. it's time to talk top fives, guys. We're going to talk top fives. What top fives is Phantom of the Opera on top five longest running shows ever. I think that just that's just a numbers game. I think top five most popular musicals ever as well. Yeah, mm. I think top five most well, well known, known or recognisable. Yeah. Top five shows that are dead to me. <laughs> top five. I deleted it. Top five most recognisable logos. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, top yeah, five uses good. of a mask. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah top I mean, five yeah. like distinctive can I, can I just tell you what, mm. what the second one is on that list? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. The oh, death scene, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I'll take it. There must be thousands more. It, yeah, it it's tops a lot of lists, I reckon. I would say, like, top five legit soprano roles. Yes. Mm. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking to Julie for verification on that. Like, are there any, like, more legit soprano roles in musical theatre? I mean, there's better ones, but probably not more legit. Yeah, that's what that's because it's meant to be in the style of operatic singing, so it's yes. hard to. Yeah. Which is in not. In the style of. Yeah. Pastiche. <laughs> Stolen. <laughs> I would say, I would say, like, top five goal roles. Like, there yeah, aren't right. many men who would turn down a chance to play the Phantom. Which is sad. Like, look around. But I think, think you know, <laughs> I feel like it's like a classic. You know, you want to say, I did Phantom and I did Macbeth. Yeah. You and know? if you say, oh, I'm in Phantom of the Opera playing the Phantom, people know exactly what you're yeah. talking about, even yeah. non-musical theatre people. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I love you, Perfect Now Change, playing man number one. Doesn't quite have the same <laughs> ring. Excuse me, I was not man number one. <laughs> no, but I was making a comparative statement. Oh, my God, Julie. Um, uh, uh, Top five singing ballerinas. Name the others. Yeah. Angelina Ballerina, the musical does not count. <laughs> Why not? Meg Jury. <laughs> Meg Jury. Um, and the ensemble. Oh, chorus line. The chorus line. There you go. We'll, we'll give you yeah, that one. Chorus line. They yeah, are there any ballerinas. ballerinas in Footloose? Not Footloose, uh, Fame? Ah, don't look at me. I don't think so. I don't think so because it's all very... Modern jazz, maybe top five shows set in a theater. The whole oh, thing's in a yeah. theater, and a theater uh, building. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They only go to the roof, the graveyard. But yeah, oh, but it, oh, I don't think oh, that's. But it's still in set. the musical. Yeah, yeah where's yeah. wishing actually set in the musical? I thought it was also on the roof. I didn't no, know that it was in the graveyard. No, he's, yeah. he's always in at yeah. her father's uh, tomb, like tomb. Her tomb. Yeah, yeah the yeah. tomb. Oh. Her tomb. <laughs> her, her, her dad's tomb. tomb. Her family tomb. Yeah. Daddy you know, tomb. Da- Daddy Daddy puppy tomb. <laughs> tomb papa. Uh, yeah, all right. I'll give it to you. Just because it's so well known, it's going to s- stick out. Big one. On any list. Same place, same time. Top five male villains. Oh, okay. Hmm. No. I reckon you can uh, find five better. I really? Would, I would probably say again. Yes, because of its status. Yeah. Because of the show's status. What if we take away the status and look at the character itself? 
I think the I think the Phantom is the only interesting character that isn't like a side character like Carlotta or the owners in this whole thing. Like Raul and Plain Jane people. uh, Yeah, yeah, and and Christine are literally just ingenue and ingenue boyfriend. So I I would say like in in the the greater the greater scheme of things, like he is the most interesting character in the musical. But we're not talking about just in this musical. No, we're not. But I would say that he has times of like lucidity and also like very persuasiveness and charmingness, but then he has this big switch into into like giant evil melodramatic swishes at the end. Complicated, layered character. And he's not just evil. I think that's the whole point of it. Like you don't go away thinking this guy's a villain. Oh, there was one part definitely that I cried for the Phantom because I felt bad for him. Yeah, I mean, kudos to the guy that played him. Similar, (laughs) and I would I wouldn't put him at the top of the list, but I like Burrs from the Wild Party. Very similar to the Phantom for me in in their track is that they are very flawed men who are trying to kind of resolve yeah. their issues with women in just the wrong way. Yeah, sure, you do you. You're not quite getting that right, So close, you? so close. So close. <laughs> I yeah. only threatened to kill her fiancé once. Just that one I time. I just, you know, killed I so many people. Like, it just happened. Only drugged and kept her captive. <laughs> I got her a job. It's an addiction. Job. I gave her a really pretty dress. And I only killed <laughs> dozens of people in the theatre. Yeah, it's I mean, fine. And they it. Dozens, yeah. a handful, like two handfuls. <laughs> two handfuls. Right. <laughs> Any other top fives? No, mm. for real. I'd put Christine top five ingenues. Again, just because classic. I mean, this is yeah. why I do not like this show. Cassette, Christine. Take away its popularity. Even <laughs> so, like I, even so, I think now you I give ingenues like equally... story, yeah. where but they are literally just there as. Props. Yeah. Let's sing. <laughs> poor, so poor. boring girls. Be pretty and the object of desire. Which Kay. never happens with women and roles. No. Would you no, like a backstory? No. You don't oh. Do it. Oh, you're no. Dad's dead. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mum? No. no Mum never existed. <laughs> of music? <laughs> da, 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 da. Let's talk about what we learnt from the Angel of Music. So I'm just going to start with one of the lessons that I learned. Yes. Mm. If a ghost comes to your mirror and says, hey, you want some singing lessons? They're totally free. Lies. (laughs) Don't fall for it. Nothing is free. (laughs) Nothing is free. That's what I learned. Can I be controversial for a moment? (laughs) If I got up in the middle of the night, walked to my bathroom, looked in the mirror, and there was a ghost there, Mm. and they were like, I will turn you into the greatest soprano that has ever sopranoed ever in this theater. Mm. I'm like, firstly, we're not in a theater. Secondly, <laughs> where do I sign up? Because right. I what? <laughs> actually though, I know I'd what like, I'm going to be doing. But I will for say for a great deal of my time <laughs> and then installing insane's bathroom mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Just a projector. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, a little skepticism might be called for every now and then. Mm. Yeah. I I do a little bit of digging. I'd yeah. be like, one, how'd you get here? Two, you know, are you a good spirit? Yeah. yeah like, um, but then I'd sign the up. Also, Christine's dad, stranger danger talk. Just like ghosts or he, no ghosts. Yeah. 
I think he messed up a little. A little bit. A single dad, you, you have to cut him some slack. <laughs> I learned yes. that you must keep your hand at the level of your eye, just so you don't get a little bit choked out. You don't want to get strangled. at all yeah. times, even yeah. in you know I'm doing right modern now. days. I got it. Got it covered. Got yeah. be... This is whenever you're walking down the street. <laughs> God, and it's your saying eye. that if the if the rope goes over your head, your hand is on the inside. I'm aware. Look, you don't have to catch the rope. It's just so you're. Hand is on the inside of the rope. Your so hand you pull it and away your, from your arm neck. must get really tired, though. Yeah. It does. Just so you got a lantern a and a pitchfork in one hand. <laughs> it's just so difficult. And you know, actually, what would be better? Just wearing like a neck brace. Mm. Don't you reckon? In what? When are we? 18, <laughs> maybe 17, century? And but just in modern days. I guess. <laughs> Just for all the theatre owners out there, just invest some more in, like, uh, sewer security. Sewer security. Don't have a box five. Or, (laughs) I mean, just really, like, maybe hire a private investigator to investigate this ghost that is demanding payment every week. Give me payment. No. No. Again, I just want to say 20 grand a week. How do they but afford also, that? Uh, well, it was a very it's a, successful that's opera That's why house. they relied on Carlotta. <laughs> no, no, no. The Vicomte was the patron of the arts, so he was paying them to do all these what things. What a fool. What <laughs> a fool. <laughs> uh, by the way, we love patrons of the arts, don't we? Absolutely. We do. Be a patron of these arts. Yeah, specifically at patreon.com. If you feel or like so giving us yeah. 20,000 francs. <laughs> A week? A week. We will take it. Yeah. We will. I. We will hold box five for you. What song would you like? We will build we'll a box it. five. We will build and box hold it five in this recording studio and it's yours whenever you want to send it. Creepy. I but think true. a lesson I learnt is, you know, okay, maybe controversial. I reckon the young old... Phantom, (laughs) the Phantom, he's, I don't, I think he would have been a great guy if people wouldn't have treated him as if he was dirt. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's. You're not wrong. That's definitely explored more in the movie than in the. The uh, actual thing. In the actual musical. They did add a bit of. Because, like, yeah, them discovering him. Yeah. Because it was Madame Giry who discovered him Mm. in the freak show and freed him and let him out and set him up in the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, he, he's never had human interaction. We Just don't. Be nice. He yeah. doesn't get it. He and doesn't so, understand that you have to work for 20,000 francs. <laughs> uh, I like, and I know he's meant to be a villain or, you know, but I just see him as this guy who's never had a friendship, doesn't know how to do anything, falls in love with this beautiful chick, and things start to go wrong. And he's like, I don't know how to deal with this. So killing Aww, is cool, right? Fanty. You know what I mean? I think be nice Poor to people and they won't Fanta. kill you. Sick of Fanty. <laughs> be nice to people and they won't kill you. That is a good lesson to learn. <laughs> and but it's also like the what you, you kind of reap what you sow. Be nice to people in yeah. the past and it won't come back to bite you in the future. Mm. Yeah, because you never know where someone's going to be in ten years when you might need a favour from them. Well, Madame might... Jury definitely knew where he was going to be where she <laughs> left in him the basement. In the basement, <laughs> and also beauty isn't everything. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He plays the organ, and well, especially if you... well, I think that's supposed to be part of the message of the show. Yeah, <laughs> don't judge a book by phantom its... by its what's under its mask. <laughs> yeah, don't judge a person by what's under their mask. 
Wait. And also <laughs> something, not that you really learn it, but it's a gateway musical to all the other musicals. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I know people hate it, but it's like you can't hate the thing that leads to all. It's yeah. like a. Oh, it's I'm not going to lie. It was one of the first musicals hole. I listened to. Yeah. And, this, and that. Cats is the other one. <laughs> it's the gateway show. Cats I saw yeah. it and I hated it even as a kid. Yeah. Although I went rum tum tugger damn. <laughs> yeah, though I guess I guess Phantom gets you into musicals and mm. Cats awakens your sexuality. Uh, <laughs> Maybe no, no. So, um, Cats gets you into musicals via sexuality, dance, <laughs> and I think that's called dancing. Uh, dance and color and movement. Cats. I think if you're singing and and acting, singing dark desires, <laughs> Phantom. I, I also think if you're like sexuality and sensuality is, you know, opened when you've watched Cats, you need to <laughs> maybe bestiality, you know. So just it wasn't about the cat, all about the man. <laughs> Rum tum tugger, hell of a man, hell of a man, hell. Of a man. In a cat suit. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, dancers are men, Miranda. Some. Some dancers. Yeah, Male no, dancers look, are men. I'm not judging All her dancers love of Rum Tum <laughs> Have we learned anything else from the Phantom except that Rum Tum Targa's hot? Nah. <laughs> and that's the best I mean, lesson. Um, I have also learnt a lesson about plagiarism. <laughs> that's something we, we have learnt. And that, like, if you have dun, enough dun, money dun, dun, and, dun. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's just a good idea to plagiarise from people who can't be bothered suing you. Yeah, if they're okay? lazy. It helps if you're famous. So. Can, yeah. so top tip, everyone, Pink Floyd, can't be bothered. May as well go for it. <laughs> Plagiarise when you're famous and it works. And it works. <laughs> I mean, the problem with that is Pink Floyd is rather well known, so people yes. might know, uh, mm. might figure it out, a la Phantom No one Opera. has figured out that <laughs> Phantom. Oh, wait. When there are comparison <laughs> videos on YouTube, people mm. figured it out. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, you know, in 1986, Andrew was like, no one will ever know. How will they compare? Yeah, you're right. Da, 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 da. The Found internet it. hadn't even been invented, let alone YouTube and comparison videos. Yeah. Uh, we might leave it there and wrap this baby up. This this tiny, this tiny. tiny, slightly deformed. Baby. Ooh, we can get it a little mask. Thanks for bringing sad. Phantom. I'm so glad that someone finally brought Phantom to talk about it. Oh, Gina. that's good. Me. <laughs> Julie's speaking very quietly away from the microphone, but she also just thanks <laughs> Gina profusely <laughs> and genuinely. She's for bringing shaking Phantom. my hand and giving me a million dollars right now. <gasps> a million Julie, dollars? I just that. And oh. I'm leaving. Goodbye. My name's not Gina. <laughs> Take that to patreon.com slash musical. Okay. Click the button, Zane. No, what, d- Click it. No, I don't even want to say goodbye to anybody until we get some institutional music. I can't say the word. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to say thank you to Gina Schwartz for bringing Phantom to the table for us today. Thank you. Thank you, Gina. The crackers won. Would you like to share, you know, your socials or... Um, most of the time I don't want people to follow me. That's why I made a public account. It's called Gina Schwartz Creative. Look me up. There's uh, hopefully something good coming very soon. Watch hopefully this Hopefully something space. on that page if you just <laughs> just go there every now and then. Mostly just selfies. And um, if, you're, you're, if you're into Highland cattle, 
Ooh. She's not lying. I just I found the photo. What, <laughs> I am into Highland cattle. A big, I a don't know tongue. what a Highland cattle is. Uh, you know what? I'm going to guess about Highland cattle. They have really fluffy feet. They're shaggy yes. hair. Yes. yes. They're actually amazing and they're so beautiful. So I did not like... know this about you. Actor, <laughs> I... singer, cattle aficionado. Aficionado? <laughs> Enthusiast? Sure. Um, um, yeah. So cool. yeah, follow me for the good <laughs> cattle content. For the good. Ca- <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever plugged that. No, not cows. With us no. Today. <laughs> <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, there's no cattle on our website, but we do have a whole lot of podcasts hanging out at that's not dot com. <laughs> that's not cattle productions. <laughs> It is also not about cattle, yes. <laughs> I'm feeling like the meerkat campaign for us now. <laughs> like we're going to have to set up that's not cattleproductions.com oh. and like put a false TM page me. there and have like cows going, what are you here for? So much work for a like real mediocre part. Hey, Zane, what are you here for? I'm here to go home. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. You can tweet us at Musicals Teach Me. You can send an email to Julie at Musicals Talk me podcast at gmail.com she'll reply to it after she's had a brief nap uh, we've mentioned patreon a couple of times in this episode because we do love the patrons and you get an extra arts. extra episode every month yep extra content just for you maybe even some cattle content you don't know <laughs> you don't know until you sign up i'll throw in some cattle content for the guys <laughs> <laughs> That Patreon Exclusive. account is going to be now. <laughs> Exclusive. That's what our Patreon was missing: cows. Yes. Cows. <laughs> Every Patreon is missing cows. Now I want to see if there's like. It's uh, definitely hey, Miranda. Never mind. We're moving on. Move, Move on. <laughs> Find us on iTunes or Stitcher or your preferred podcasting app of choice. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review because that helps us get to more of you. And everyone, tell a friend. Yeah, mm. tell a friend. If um, you're into musicals, I am sure that you have at least one other friend in the show that you are in right now mm. who loves musicals just as much as you and wants to nerd out with us every week. Um, and don't forget, we have a very, like a whole year worth of back catalogue now. That's it, yeah. yeah. So you can binge if it. If you've joined it, well, you can binge it, but if you've joined us recently, make sure you go back and check out some of those shows, especially shows that you haven't heard of because that's mm. what we love the most, sharing new shows with you. And there are some really obscure ones in there. There are. They, I do the least amount of homework for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, Zane does the homework for everyone. It's all right. It's fine. We all learn together at the same time. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank yes. you for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you, Gina. My name is Miranda Selwood, and at the table with me today... Zainzi Weber. Julie Eisentrager. And our special guest, Gina Schwartz. Hola. We're going now. Goodbye. Bedtime. Bye. Bye.
Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My songs suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's Not Canon Productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.